Welcome back to the Work-Life Mindset Podcast. This is Chris. Very excited to have you join me here today. I would like to dive right in because there's a lot to cover in this topic, and I really don't want to run too long with you. I appreciate your time, so we'll get quick and to the point. So to create men- stronger mental resilience with this one new habit, okay? There are many ways to create mental resilience, mental toughness, and grit. And why is that important? I really covered in the previous episode. So if you haven't listened and you want more motivation and selling point for this new habit, uh, go back and listen to last week's episode. But what I'm speaking to, what is this one habit? It's deliberate cold water exposure. And I've not found anything that I believe is as good and as quick as strengthening my mental resilience. Okay. Now, what do I even mean about resilience and mental resilience? Okay. When I look at this, resilience, excuse me, is actually our ability to escape from the stressors, the stressors of life, um, our physical and mental stressors by virtue of willpower. Okay. In layman's term, like this is just getting better at controlling your behavior when your body and your brain are flooded with stress hormones, okay? And I really believe that deliberate cold water exposure is probably one of the strongest tools, best tools, quickest tools for doing this. It's no reason this has been around. This isn't new science. Military uses this all the time. Navy SEALs and BUDS training. There's really no other known way that so closely mimics what's happening in our bodies under high stress than cold water immersion. And the beauty part is we can generally do it in a safe environment. Now, with that being said, I'm going to share some protocols today. I'm going to talk about what's happening in the body. And I just be careful practicing this, okay? Especially if you're going to go for the cold plunge option, which is just cold water, lakes, cold creeks, all this and that. Talk to your doctor, especially if you have heart conditions. Progress gradually. That's the whole point of this. Start with something not as robust. And if you're going to go do this outside in in wild bodies of water, partner up for safety, please. Um, Again, I'm going to be brief in the podcast, but I do have a mini course that is up on worklifemindset.com that covers this much, much deeply and also comes with some PDF toolkits for you to really take take care. So you can take notes or just listen and go check out that uh, that toolkit there. So mental real resilience, mental toughness and grit, um, again, super important just because The world is always changing and our ability to respond or react to that change is really what's driving stress, anxiety, and overwhelm. So if we can actually mimic the stress hormones, the stress chemicals in our body in a safe environment and work through those, learn how to still have clarity and kind of keep a level head in those situations, I mean, the benefits are phenomenal. It really just allows you to spend a lot less time in a suffering state and a much more time in a powerful state. Not to say those stressors don't push you into stress, anxiety, overwhelm, fear, frustration, but our propensity is to stay there and ruminate on it versus if you've learned how to, to craft mental resilience, you're going to pull yourself out of that state really, really fast. So um, I'm not going to go into detail here about the chemicals that play. They're called catecholamines. It's epinephrine, norepinephrine, even dopamine's in there a little bit. Basically, these stress hormones come in your body when you're stressed. 
either your your body is stressed and it sends the brain a message to release the chemicals or your thoughts and thinking causes stress and sends the chemicals down to your body and then they play off each other your body and brain are incredibly well connected so um, you kind of go in this thing where you're you're thinking a, a scared thought and stressed and you're like oh man that's kind of scary that's stressful and <laughs> your brain is telling your body hey we're stressed up here release those chemicals body releases the chemicals and um, start flowing through the body, including the brain and brain's like, Ooh, stress chemicals. Let's be stressed. Yeah. Stress, 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 right? Um, These stress chemicals increase your level of agitation. They increase your level of focus and they really drive a desire and ability to move. Okay. What I'm talking about is your fight and flight response, fight, flight, freeze. I mean, if you're about to get hit by a car on the highway, you need to get out of the way. So we need this response, right? Um, But Again, not everything is a primal fear, and we've spoke this in the past. Most of our fears today are intellectual fears. The brain doesn't know the difference, so it's going to react like every little thing, your fear of judgment, your fear of failure, your fear of rejection is going to kill you, and it's not. So this is one way to kind of get into that um, and push back against that. Again, cold water exposure really mimics the same chemical cocktail we experience when we face real-world stressors. So we have an opportunity to leverage this practice to deliberately stress our body, but we can still take steps to control it, right? We are in control of how much stress we're pushing on our body. And I'll I'll talk a little bit about that in the protocol. Um, And in doing this, then we can learn to maintain mental clarity and calm while our body is in a state of stress. Okay, and what we're going for, the end result is learning mental toughness, resilience, and grit which is just our ability to lean in to life's challenges or to tolerate those challenges, but keep going, keep moving with a straight head, not letting it tank us and get super emotional where our logic's low, right? Emotions are high, logic's low. So we get stressed. We want to bring that emotion down so we can take proper actions, okay? Now, protocols for this, um, I do this as a cold shower, right? Cold plunge is something a lot of people are doing. Uh, I love that. I have fun with it too, but I can't do it consistently, even though I live in Alaska and I got a lot of cold water nearby. There's just a lot more to it. Um, I like to practice it. I honestly, maybe once every couple months I get to go do this, but that's not consistent enough to really grow this muscle of mental resilience. So there's constraints because it's just not as convenient. And because it's not convenient, I can't do it consistently. So I go to the cold shower because I'm showering every day generally. And I can take an opportunity to spend some time under cold water to really craft this. Now, how I do this and how I I bring intention to doing it deliberately and for mental resilience is this protocol, which is quite different than just how long am I going to stay in here and how cold is it going to be, right? That plays into it a little bit. But you, if you read a lot about cold showers and how people are doing it, it's generally the practice they have. Um, Using time and temperature is kind of like using sets and reps in the gym, right? There's nothing wrong with that necessarily. I'm just going to say there's a better way. Um, If you're just using time and temperature, a couple things can happen. You can actually become cold adapted. So if you do this for a year or two, you're going to have your shower as cold as it can go. And you're going to be spending 15, 20 minutes in there safely because you've built up that tolerance. You've adapted and you can't push yourself mentally anymore, right? You're not you know, you run out of time, like I got to get to work, I got to do things, I can't sit here in the cold water for half an hour till I, I feel that little surge of chemicals, right, you actually kind of bottom out. 
And again, I, I just want to pause and clarify, this is specifically using cold water immersion for mental resilience. There are so many benefits for physical benefits, physiology for increasing your metabolism, increasing the fat burn, um, skin, and it's just so many benefits around this. But uh, that's why a lot of high performance athletes are practicing this. But there's also this element of mental toughness. And that's what I'm speaking to. So the practice I just real quickly here want to introduce is this concept of counting walls. Okay, and this this method where you're rather than looking at time and temperature, you're just turning the awareness in you're having an in, interoreceptive awareness where you're noticing when you have those moments of surge, those kind of peaks of those chemicals releasing and then staying in a little bit longer, doing what your 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 body and brain are telling you not to do to overcome that wall, right? And this again is what I, I call exerting top-down control where you know your brain is sending messages and to your body to take movement, like get out of the shower, get out of the water, turn it hot, or even thoughts and thinking like that. But you're going to actually control those and not take those actions or execute on those thoughts, okay? This counting wall method, it's pretty cool because it also takes the context of the day and the moment into account. You're not going to show up for your shower in the same mental state every day. Um, some days it would be easier. Some days it would be harder. And if you're just using time and temperature, you want to get these benefits. Uh, it also allows for flexibility and small moves in temps. As I recommend, you start not freezing cold. I started this practice. Um, it was not warm, but it was not cold, right? Uh, again, it's designed to work for you over time. And when you start this, I always get the question, how cold should it be? It's not about a number. It's about, it needs to be uncomfortably cold and it needs to be so cold, um, that you like want to get out of it, right? Uncomfortably cold. Uh, but it also needs to be, you know, not too cold that you can stay in it safely, right? You want to look for shivering. You want to look for kind of losing mental clarity, slipping into hypothermia, like none of that's good stuff. So I just kind of, when I get in there and I'm like, oh, I really want to get out of here, but I know I can stay in here safely. Like that's cold enough. And you can start with even a little bit less with that, right? So again, real quick, this, this practice of counting walls, we just want to sense the release of these chemicals in the brain and body and see those releases or those surges as walls that we climb over to build resiliency. So for me, the first wall is literally just getting in. I'd like sit there and I'm like, I don't want to do this. Okay. Um, either like the shower's running cold and I'm just going to hop in it or more commonly I'm in there. I get, you know, hot water to lather up and shampoo soap. I kind of maybe believe that's better to get the grease off. Um, but then I'm like, all right, now I'm going to do my cold section of the shower and I'll put my hand on the dial and I really don't want to do it. I'll try to talk myself out of it, but I do it, I turn it to cold. Well, that's me getting over wall number one. Right. And then you're in there. And generally, I just have the water flowing maybe on my chest as I'm facing it, maybe on my lower back or butt. And um, I feel very uncomfortable and I want to get out, but I stay in. OK, so you want to feel those moments when you're like, I know this is hard to explain. You got to just practice it. But you want to like, ugh, you just you want out. Right. And you say, nope, I can do this safely. I'm going to stay in. Right. That's another wall that you get over. Right. And believe it or not you're going to then feel a little bit more calm. You're not going to feel that desire right away. Some short period of time, usually it's pretty short, um, that of this kind of calmness before it peaks again. 
All right, well, that peak is another wall, right? It's another surge of the chemicals that you want to stay in a little bit longer to overcome the wall. And again, you're exerting this top-down control on your reflexes. Now, why the walls come into play is rather than start the shower, like, hey, I'm going to do one minute today at as cold as it goes, or I'm going to do two minutes tomorrow. Don't count those, count walls and go into it with an idea like, hey, today I'm just going to do two walls. And then maybe after the next week, I'm going to do three walls, whatever it is. Go into it with that ability to push yourself to experience those walls and get over it. And that way the walls are the sets and reps. And you're actually ensuring that you have a couple opportunities to strengthen the mental resilience, strengthen the brain muscle, strengthen that prefrontal cortex's ability to exert control over your reflexes and do what you don't want to do, right? Um, because there's going to be variations. Some days just getting into the cold water is a wall. Um, some days it's not. Some days you feel you can stay in there for a couple minutes. Some days it's only one. Okay. It's all really different. This is all about feeling the fear and doing it anyways. Why? Right. Those walls really just represent times in which you're forcing your brain to clamp down on your reflexes and you're creating this, a new learning behavior where you control, um, your body. Uh, you you are in the context of actually having control over your body during elevated levels of these stress chemicals and hormones. Again, exerting top-down control, right? I like to think about it, embrace the suck. And that's kind of a mantra I carry when I'm going in there. So that's about it. That's long enough. Um, I got a lot more information, tips, tools on this stuff. So head on over to worklifemindset.com. Look for the the cold water exposure mini course, cold water for mental toughness mini course, and there's a lot more in there. So have a beautiful day. Mental toughness and resilience, really powerful tool to have in your tool belt. Thanks so much for tuning in. Have a beautiful day.